This podcast is brought to you by the Ohio Writing Project. OWP supports teachers from all over Ohio and celebrates the professionalism, expertise, and talent of our state's educators. Ohio Writing Project, teachers teaching teachers. Answers a production of the Ohio Writing Project. I am Noah Waspy, and today I get to talk to a teacher out of West Claremont, Ohio, named Kelly Taylor, and she has a really, really cool approach to teaching, and I can't wait to share it with you, but first, a poem. This one's called Time by Valerie Bloom. Time's a bird which leaves its footprints at the corners of your eyes. Time's a jockey racing horses, the sun and moon across the skies. Time's a thief stealing your beauty, leaving you with tears and sighs, but you waste time trying to catch him. Time's a bird, and time just flies. I must be feeling old today. I think that's why that poem was speaking to me. Enough about me. Let's get to our interview. So today I talked to Kelly Taylor, and we talked about a really interesting but subtle shift in perspective that can have a huge impact on our teaching. And I can't wait for you to check it out. So here it is, my interview with Kelly Taylor. Um, Over the summer, the thought of going back to school and teaching in this new way was really terrifying. And I mean, lots of anxiety and um, I had the full gamut of emotions and stress. And so I did, I think what all teachers do, like you get on the internet and you look for ideas and where can I like, you know, improve and and incorporate these things. And I found myself pouring hours of my life into like Bitmoji classrooms and going down that rabbit hole and, and, you know, doing all of these things. And then once school started and we were with kids, I realized that all of these things, like a lot of these things that I was doing, I was doing for me. Like it felt me, it made me feel better. And it made me feel like I was like going to be a better teacher or somehow this, you know, having this amazing Google slides presentation was going to, um, you know, engage all, all the kids and, and work this magic. And it was like, just me feeling like I was doing my job. But what I realized was it wasn't helping the kids. Like it was mm-hmm. like, my focus was in the wrong place. And so I, when I think about your moving writers post, like that's kind of where I hit, where it was like scaling back and thinking about what's important and you don't need, I I do love jazz hands, but you don't need jazz hands and glitter and, you know, all of this this extra because it becomes just noise and stuff and just really focusing on what's important. And so once I ditched all of that stuff and just really focused on what is it that I wanted to do with kids? Like, what is it that I'm trying to teach them? And how can I do that in the simplest, like rawest, purest form? And that's when I realized that kids were connecting and kids were engaging. And we have done in our school, we have literally done every model of learning. We started all in, we went to remote, we went to hybrid, we're remote this week and then we'll be all in next week. And so through all of that, my focus is just been how do I make kids 
feel connected and how do I make it feel intimate? And it's not by removing, I don't say removing myself in the classroom and putting it like on a Nearpod or putting it on like a Google, like a, a slideshow or doing something like that. It was stripping down to just like this conversation like we're having now. And so even um, I know when we made the switch to go hybrid, a lot of teachers in my building were freaking out. Like, how do I do my smart board and my document camera? And do I need to bring in another computer so I can have like five screens going and do all of this stuff? And all of that to me just felt so disconnected from kids. And like my teaching setup was literally like this, like you and me like this and like my class over here and just trying to be aware of the language that I use with kids and just how can I make this just as intimate and make them feel as connected as possible. So what are some of the things that you're doing to build that connection? Well, a lot of times I'm going to be honest, we have conversations about things that have nothing to do with the curriculum. Sorry, that's just, that's just where we're at. It is, especially with the remote learning, um, I love seeing kids like in their home environments. And so sometimes it's even just talking about like noticing things in their house, like are there pets or their animals or um, just taking the time to, I think, talk to kids outside of the realm of school things. Um, and that's really been it. And then I try to start each class with like playing some sort of game so that I know a lot of kids are intimidated by sharing and like being online and that kind of thing. So just trying to remember that we can still have fun, even though we're not, we're not together. So, so I think that what you're saying is really, really important. And I want to just slow this part of the conversation down a little bit because, you know, like we read that feedback but getting feedback from students and giving feedback to students is one of the strongest, most effective things that we can do as a teacher. But the thing that is sometimes left out of that conversation is feedback is only received if it's from a credible source that we trust. And I feel like what you're saying is you're doing all these things to help students feel comfortable and to build that trust, mm -hmm. to build the relationships, but really to build the trust so that you can do the real teaching, right? Yeah. And part of it too has been, um, I noticed myself, sometimes I would want to assign work to kids. Like it was really easy just to say, here, I'm gonna make a Nearpod and, or here you read the story and do whatever. And what I learned is what kids responded most to is the connection. And I mean, it seems ridiculous sometimes, but if we have writing time in our notebooks, it's not turn off your camera or, you know, like that's the end of our day. Like we will write on camera together. And we have, um, I hate it because it's a little big brotherish, but we use Go Guardian. So while we're doing this, I can like pop up on another tab and see what kids are writing. And so as we're writing and we're doing these things, I can in the Zoom call be like, oh, hey, Noah, I really, Noah's got this really cool idea or, you know, kind of giving them that instant feedback um, while we're there. So really trying to, I think, what can I do authentically with kids and making it feel like we're in person and not just assigning busy work or shut up sheets or you know like yeah shut up sheets <laughs> yeah and I know exactly what you're saying because I used when I was substitute teaching in a classroom we had a, a program that was kind of like that and it did feel really big brother-ish and if students didn't trust the teacher or didn't like the teacher or know the teacher they're just going to jump through enough hoops to pass or they're just going to say forget this class that's what happens right, right? right, right. I, I feel like what you're doing is making it so that students can work 
within this kind what could be a constrictive system you're making it so that students feel more comfortable with you mm -hmm. in this weird system that's amazing kelly trying. and like really and i think the other thing that's really worked well with kids is this um i guess this pandemic has taught me this too to, to let go of this need for perfection or like having like these amazing like flawless lesson plans and i have screwed up so many things and so many things have gone wrong and what I found this year is the kids have been so kind and gracious and just, I'll tell you that a turning point for me is we were in the getting ready to start a, a Google meet for a class and my camera quit working and my mic quit working. And so I put in the chat box to the kids. I'm like, I'm having problems. You can leave for about 10 minutes and then we'll try it again. And they all st stayed there. And we conducted class through a chat box, which to me was pretty amazing. And I thought about that. I'm like, gosh, that's how desperately like these kids want that interaction and that connection. And so that was like a big light bulb moment for me too. So that's really when I shifted and started thinking about, I need to do as much as I can like this instead of like, I don't want to just assign, 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 assign. If you hadn't um, worked at building those kinds of connections, opening with fun activities, getting to know each other. Do you think students would have stuck around? Um, I don't think so. I think that they would definitely be less engaged. I like to think that they come for like, just because they miss me. Like I tell them every day how much I miss them and how happy I am to see them. And um, so I hope that that's, that's what they come. I know it sounds backwards. I would rather them come for like the connections, connections and people first and content second. Yeah, I mean, I don't see, I say, I see what you're saying and I think it's, what you're kind of hitting at here is your strategy is caring about students and building that that feeling of mute of community among your classroom mm -hmm. first mm -hmm. and that's the foundation on which a lot of really great teaching should be happening right i think so too yeah so so what do you hope teachers will keep in mind as we dig into the second semester um I think what I would want people to keep in mind is um, this idea of simplifying. Like we put so much pressure on ourselves and I know so many teachers are stressed out with technology and how do you do this and how do you do that? And you don't need, you don't need that stuff. Like good teaching is good teaching and stripping it down to just the basics and build those relationships first. And how can you do this in a, in a way or to teach your lesson in a way where kids feel connected to you and not and not so um, isolated, I guess. So my, my motto has been simple is better. Keep it as simple as possible. <laughs>are so quick to remind students that they don't have to be perfect, that it's okay to fail, but do we ever take time to remember that ourselves? I'm so glad I got to talk to Kelly today because it was full of important reminders about, you know, thinking about what's important in teaching and remembering that the key is always to build relationships because nobody wants to learn something from someone that they don't trust or like. So, it was great to have this time to interview Kelly about her process and her thought process. If you want to follow Kelly on Twitter, her handle can be found in our show notes, along with some links that will help you connect with the Ohio Writing Project. As always, thank you so much for tuning in to Write Answers.